A couple of classic covers there to kick off the classic metal show tonight. We heard the Jason Bonham band covering uh, the Led Zeppelin classic in the evening. And we just heard Wasp there covering the Who classic, the Real Me. And this is the Real Me along with the Real Chris Aiken stepping up to the mic. What is happening, Chris? Hello, how are we? We're back. We're back again. This week has flown by. It's uh, ready to do the show again. Boy, people must be really fucking bored. 48 people in the chat room at the start. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a popular show. You know, it's, it, I've always had the, I, I hope to achieve the size and the popularity of the classic metal show because that is what I want to be. We are definitely doing dirt talk numbers here. This has got to be a peak. It's got to be a peak. <laughs> it's peaking. It's, it's peak numbers. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Glad you're here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we are. Another week. Yeah. I, I touched base with uh, with longtime listener uh, Chipper in the chat room. I hadn't seen him around in forever. He's been, he's like one of the uh, original originals. Yeah. He's. From- He's busy now these days playing darts and shit like that. But, you know, since since he can't go out and play darts in a dart league or go out to a minor league baseball game, he's here, I guess. Yeah. Thank God for the fallback of the classic metal show. Otherwise, I wouldn't have anything to do. Otherwise, I'd have to talk to my fucking wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, I guess. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. But uh, yeah, it's, it's good to chat with Chipper for a couple of minutes before the show. I, he's bringing me up to date with uh, some other people that uh, I went to broadcasting school with oh so many years ago. Oh yeah? Yeah. Uh, my uh, good friend Marty, uh, I haven't talked to him in years. He used to listen to the show all the time. He used to be in the chat room and stuff, but I guess he lives down uh, by your stalker uh, down in Lodi now. Oh Nice. <laughs> Whatever happened to that girl, Chris? Went away. She just went away? Went away. I never really chased it down and it went away. Huh? Okay. I chatted with her for months, months and months. And it probably me because I just never, you know, once it came down to actually going down there, then I was like, oh, I got to fucking drive and, you know, I got to go all the way down there and then all the way back. And, you know, it just wasn't that appealing just for some. <laughs> Second rate pussy. So it was <laughs> second rate pussy. How do you know it was second rate? I saw pictures. She wasn't exactly, <laughs> you know, Pam Anderson in '92. <laughs> well, who is? Yeah, she's more like Pam Anderson waking up in 2020. <laughs> okay, so not near as good. All right, you know. all right. Well, that's that's a very kind compliment there. I guess not. And if she's listening, hi. She's. <laughs> 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 but uh boy i tell you you know just just chatting with chipper for a couple minutes just made me you know just realize holy shit that was 25 26 years ago already yeah dude just just thinking about this dumb show and how mikey started out as a fucking 12 year old kid now he's in what second year of law school and i think he was 10 was he 10 yeah, or whatever now I, he's second year law school yeah you know it's like it's like we're old. <laughs> We've been doing this way too fucking long. <laughs> We're old. We are old. Yeah. But I still enjoy it, though. I'm glad you do. I mean, I do, too. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, I'm glad people stuck around with us because, uh, you know, according to all the accolades in the chat room, we're, we're goddamn funny. 
Oh, we're hilarious. They just can't stop listening to the old classic segments. No, it's like, okay. I'm sure you saw where I was like, like okay, stop sucking cock. We get it. We're funny. Yeah, we're funny. That's why we you tune it. in. Yeah, we got it. We didn't think you listened because we suck. <laughs> yeah, we're, we yeah, it's not like we're the Kevin and Bean show after all. Yeah. You listen because you're trapped in your car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who, who do you think we are? The Burt Show? Yeah. We might be. We might just be that good. The Burt well, Show. With, with this new segment that I'm bringing in tonight, we're going to move closer to that. All right. Family friendly tonight. Yeah, I know. I noticed your little email there. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Did you listen to the bumper? I not yet. I I, I oh, did. I okay. wanna. I just wanna be surprised by the whole thing. I I don't want to have any preconceived notions of anything. I'm gonna give you just the slightest preconceived notion without listening to it. I played it probably 50 times here at the house and laughed every time. <laughs> the bumper is fucking hysterical. I I didn't do the read. I had my son do it, so it's got a different voice on it mm-hmm. and. My son did his very best Burt Show read. It's fantastic. It's, it's big voice guy read. Yeah, it's like, good. Now presenting. Yeah. <laughs> it is great, man. Well, I love it. Well, you, you know me. I, I don't. I like to just reserve everything for a first time listen because I want to be just as surprised as the fans of hearing things for the first time. Yeah. Well, you'll like this one. Yeah. So so I, I purposely did not listen. I'm pretty positive. You'll like you'll like the bumper, and you'll definitely like the segment. It's actually something we've talked about before. Oh, I, I know, I know what you're talking about. But uh, you know, as far as the segment is concerned, yeah. But, I finally got around to taking a look and seeing how we could use this, mm-hmm. and I was, oh boy, this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> so it's either going to entertain me and you, and that's it, or everybody's going to get a good laugh. But everybody will get a good laugh off the bumper. Yeah. That's for sure. This is this is either going to make you laugh or it's going to completely suck. Yeah, or we'll be down to 22 in the chat room by the end of it. Yeah, they'll be joining our friend over there in New York who won't listen anymore. Yeah, yeah. What, what's it, Eddie Spaghetti? Yeah, whatever. Him and him and Vince's fat gut. Yeah, they can can start their own podcast. Exactly. <laughs> it was kind of like what RH Metal and uh, that other kid tried to do. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. They were going to start the anti-CMS. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were going to, they were going to take me down. Yeah. How'd that work? Yeah. It didn't work very well at all. RH did end up on American Idol. He did do that. He didn't quite uh, make the cut though. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did not make the cut, but he did make it to, he's, he reached far more people in one minute than we do in fucking 10 years. Probably. (laughs) But, but that's just but they'll never remember him ever again. No, he's already forgotten by just about everybody. He'll just be that, that fat guitar player that was on there. Yeah. That way. Hey boy. <laughs> I don't know. There's enough of those stereotypical Southern, uh, drawl, uh, hick cowboy guys out there. There sure are. So, and then there's, it's just that there's so many of them that, uh, you can't distinguish one from the other. Yep, exactly. Because yeah, they, no, they all right. fall right into a stereotype. Mm-hmm. RH will be forgotten quickly. <laughs> Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, this week, um, I discovered that there are more episodes of Archer out there that I have not seen. Well, you had not seen. I'm sure you've watched them all now. 
No, not yet. Oh no, 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 no. I, I, um, I literally, I thought because because I wasn't aware that they had moved Archer to FXX. Okay, which is something that I don't have, and I wasn't aware of it. Sure. And uh, I I left off at uh, the end of season six. Okay. Because I know that they were at that time they were talking about that maybe they weren't going to renew it or they weren't going to make any more episodes. And so I never thought about it again. Right. And then uh, I was having a conversation uh, this week with someone about Archer and I go, I wonder if they ever did anything with that. I'll be damned if there was a, there's a season seven, eight, nine, and 10. <laughs> That's funny. So I went to Amazon and bought them. Oh, did you? You bought them? Oh huh? yeah. They're 14 bucks for an up for a season. Oh, that's right. You're a rich, fancy guy. You can afford. <laughs> well, yeah, prices. I am a rich prick. Yeah, that's right. You can afford those those fancy prices. Right. Well, you could get them for a dollar ninety nine an episode, or you can buy the whole season for fourteen dollars. Right now, do you only own those, or do you own the first six seasons? I, I too? own the first ones as well. Okay. I mean, I watched them when they were on. I didn't have FX. Well, I had FX for a while, and then uh, then I had to wait one day and watch it on Hulu. Right. And then after, like I said, season six, I didn't, um, you know, I, I didn't think that they were making any more. And then I got four more seasons to watch now. Right. So I was watching that this week. I was getting through about three episodes in the evening. So I got through about, uh, about eight of them or so. Yeah. And yeah. I noticed I texted you once or twice at like one thirty in the morning and you didn't hit me back. I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still have a normal job. Yeah. I still go to work every day at the same time. I still get up at, you know, five thirty or six and out the door by seven, so Right. You know, so it's not like I can sleep until eight or nine and then hang out till one or two in the morning. Eight or nine. Ten thirty, eleven these days. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, just just watching the binge watching the archer. I, you know, as much as I love that show, I, I remember how funny it was. And man, is that a, that is such a great show. Yeah, it's funny. I, I know you're not a cartoon, you know, yeah. doll cartoon guy, but man, some of the humor in that, in that show is just <laughs> over the top. I've watched all the Archer stuff. It's Have you? Okay. It's, it's funny. It's funny. It's, it's just me watching cartoons. It's just like, I can't bring myself to do it, you know, voluntarily a lot of the time. Well, it, lot, it, I, I watched it because you were bringing up references to it on the show. So I figured I needed to know it. Yeah. So, so I watched it, but you know, I, I don't know what it is with cartoons. I can't get into it. I just, <laughs> any of it, Simpsons, um, family guy, you know, um, S South park, none of it. I mean, I think it's funny. I can watch like a season or, or an episode or two really is about what I can take, but I can't binge watch it at all. I I have to watch like an episode and then I'm good for like a week. Yeah. Well, you know, like, like things like Archer, it's really no different than watching one of these, uh, you know, one of these series that you watch like your Ozark and stuff, because each, you know, each episode or each season has a whole plot. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's it doesn't work for me. It's cartoonish. <laughs> it's, it's, I, you know, as dumb as this sounds, it, it's, it's the kid thing. It's cartoons are for kids, and that was beaten into my head. Okay, it, that was that was one of my dad's things when when I was like thirteen years old, and I still wanted to stay in and watch some cartoons or something on a Saturday morning. He's like, "Turn that fucking stuff off and get outside." <laughs> yeah, 
He's like, you're not going to sit around all day here watching Super Friends. Get outside. Go practice some baseball. Yeah. Well, you know, my dad was the same way. You know, if you were, say, 10 by 10 o'clock on a Saturday, if you mm-hmm. were still watching TV, it's just like, yeah, it's time to turn that off and get outside. Yeah, there was no sitting around watching cartoons till they ended. Nope. Although he would let me watch wrestling on Sunday until like one o'clock in the afternoon because he'd sit right down with me and be like, oh, let's watch this. <laughs> well, Ronnie we Garvin. Well, I did get to watch Superhost on Saturday, though, in the Three Stooges. Right. Three Stooges is good. Yeah. Superhost was Superhost was funny. The the Superhost stuff was funny, but the movie always sucked. You know, they would take a good movie and they would chop it to shit and then they would do all the real bad edits, you know, to where it would be, it would be like, um, you know, somebody was saying, shut up, you motherfucker. They'd be like, shut up, you mother father. It was like, (laughs) and it was a different sounding voice. Right, of course. It was always like, shut up, you mother father. You know, it was always (laughs) just the worst edits on that, you know, because they were trying to wedge in like movies that they couldn't play on regular tv you right know? it just ugh. i always had a real that that movie and the prize movie both of those were kind of unwatchable for the same reason that they always tried to wedge really bad tv edits into it oh so awful yeah yeah and then uh you know w- when wide world of sports was on you know mm-hmm. uh, my, you know my only interest in watching wide world of sports is if evil knievel was going to do a jump otherwise you know I, I didn't have really much interest in wide world of sports. You didn't watch when they would ski down that big ass hill. <laughs> well, yeah, that was kind of like during, uh, what, like during the Olympics or during, you know, yeah. the competitions and things, you know, I always liked, I, I didn't like the slalom skiing or the moguls or whatever those are called, the, the, the little bump things. But when they did the big ass hill and then they would jump. Yeah. The long, the long jump. Wipe, and then half of them would wipe the fuck out at the other end. That shit was gold to me. <laughs> I loved it watching those people just fucking go near death with their with their crashes. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it really was amazing to watch them go off that ski jump and then lean way forward to where they were yeah. almost like parallel with their skis. Right. And then land wrong and that ski hits them in the head and just fucking collapses them. You know, they just fold into a million pieces and roll. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I watched a few of those. Love that. What, wasn't that the agony of defeat? Was yeah, the ski- yeah, the guy coming down off the ramp there and, and just crashing <laughs> off the ramp. Just smashing, breaking every bone in his body. I loved it. Yeah, the agony of defeat. You got that right. Mm. <laughs> there was some agony. The guy's legs all twisted completely the wrong way, in the wrong places, places that don't have any joints, and his legs are <laughs> flopping around and shit. I love it. I couldn't get enough of the broken bones and shit. I loved it. And when they would go, the best part was when they would go, oh, he looks really hurt. Let's see that again. And then they would play like the replay of it like three or four times. UFC is good for that too. UFC is great for somebody gets the fuck knocked out of them and they'll be like, oh, let, or, or especially if they get kicked, if they get kicked in the balls. They will show every angle of the guy getting kicked in the balls. It's fantastic. Yeah. They just, they're like, oh, let's take another look. Let's look at it this angle. Let's look at that angle. I, and, and every time I'm just like, yeah. Who was, who was the guy uh, a couple of weeks ago, one of the UFC guys who was sitting there analyzing, getting stomped in the head a couple of times? 
was analyzing it. Yeah, he was he was explaining what was happening in the ring. And oh, it, I don't it, know. It, well, you had it up on the Facebook. Oh, well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I mean, I, they all do that. They talk about their about. Oh, I know. I think that was Forrest Forrest Griffin. Because he was always one that just explained how he got his ass beat. Yeah, and he, he's like, you know, he he was in the ring, and he, he seemed like he had the upper hand, and the guy just came around and just, you know, knock, knocked him on his ass and then stomped on his head twice. Right. <laughs> just holy shit. Yeah. Dude, I've been on such a UFC kick this week. I found... And, and and for me, it's been mostly the really old stuff. Like before they had any rules, that shit is amazing. I don't know how they didn't have somebody just flat out die in, well, in some of those fights. Is it's all bare knuckles. And, and the rules were funny. Like if you wear shoes into the ring, you're not allowed to kick them when they're on the ground. But if you're not wearing shoes, you can lay a boot right to their fucking face when they're laid down. I'm like, wow. I, I was watching one fight yesterday. It was Tank Abbott versus some football player named Ferrazzo. And this Ferrazzo guy beat the living shit out of Tank Abbott. I mean, just, just beat him. And at, after the fight, he's talking about, oh, my God, you know, it's about time somebody whooped Tank Abbott's ass and this and that. And then fast forward to 10 minutes later, they're like, well, he's not going to be able to continue into the tournament. He passed out backstage and had to be rushed to the hospital. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Dude, it, they were so unorganized. Everything was fucked up. Cause I don't know if you ever watched that UFC. In I, I did at the very beginning. It was like 2008. Yeah. yeah. So you remember, you remember how it was a tournament? Yeah. You know, it would start as a, it was a tournament. And, and so in this UFC nine, it's out there on YouTube. If anybody wants to look it up, they did the tournament, but then everybody backed out. Like the, everybody got through the first match, but then everybody on the one side of the bracket got hurt in the first match. So they just couldn't finish the, the tournament. <laughs> they, there, was nobody, there was nobody left. There was no one left. The, the one guy that was supposed to fight that beat Tank Abbott, he got rushed to the hospital. So then they had alternate fights, and and there was like alternates in case somebody gets injured. The guy that won the alternate fight, he broke his hand in the alternate fight, so he couldn't fight. And um, the guys that were the losers in the alternate matches, they had all gone home because they thought they were out of the tournament, so they didn't have anybody to fight. So they just brought this guy out and said, okay, you're the winner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's over, folks. Nothing enough to see here or going home. Yeah, thanks for spending your money. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I remember scary. I remember when it first came out because everybody was talking about the brutality of it. Mm. It was brutal. I loved it. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't like it near as much now. I mean, those, these guys are incredible athletes that do it now, but. I liked when they were trying to murder each other. Well, it, it was like it was like old Rome in the Colosseum, mm -hmm. and like, they let them go damn near to killing each yeah, other. Yeah, it's a fight to the death. Yeah, I mean, dude, and and they've changed so many of the rules. Like back in the old days, they were allowed to hold on to the fence, and that was another move. Was they would get a guy up on the on the ground on the fence, 
and they would put their knee like in one side of his neck and just start slamming him against the, <laughs> the fence. I was like, how does somebody not die from this shit? But I sat there. I probably watched 20 hours of it this week. <laughs> I loved it. The more brutal, the better. Too well, that, that just takes me back to uh, the late 70s, early 80s when, uh, you know, some of the football players decide they wanted to try their hand at boxing. Oh, yeah. And I remember probably one of the most notable ones back then was what, Lyle Elzado. Oh, yeah. He 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 went to the did the boxing thing. Yeah. And got smashed. Yeah. yeah. And remember Ed Tutal Jones? He decided he was a boxer. Yeah, he tried that. Yeah. You're too tall, Jones. You're six foot ten or whatever. <laughs> You're way too fucking big to way too much target to be punched. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. All the bo- all the football guys that thought they were going to do it just just got demolished. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's like one of the things now is is they keep talking about uh, Floyd Mayweather going and trying to do UFC because Conor McGregor did boxing. If Floyd Mayweather goes into the ring to do UFC, he's going to get murdered. <laughs> I mean, murdered because he only knows how to punch. Right, right. He's not going to know what to do when he takes a knee to the eye socket. He's going to fall and run like a little bitch. Yeah, he's not into the kicking thing either. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, this, it's a, even now it's brutal, but it's not as brutal as it used to be. Yeah, you know, I, more brutality, more gooder for me. I love it. <laughs> so what what's better for you? The uh the the wrestling or the UFC? Oh UFC. UFC by a ton. I'll I'll watch UFC. I've had a subscription to to Fight Pass, UFC Fight Pass for ten years probably now. Eight, ten years. I love it. I absolutely love the UFC. Wow. I, I watch it religiously. Well, being that you are a rich prick, you can have all these subscription services. Damn right. I just throw it out there. I don't even think about it. It's just money. <laughs> I just throw it up in the air and hopefully some of these companies grab it. Right, right. Be access to their stuff. Well, instantaneous uh, entertainment on demand. That's right. I can't be bothered with searching for things. <laughs> it has to be in my hands. Yeah, it's got to be right there. That's right. <laughs> Well, other than that, uh, it's business as usual for me. I'm not uh, still not seeing anything, you know, out of the ordinary where this this quarantine is concerned, or you know, people acting out or doing anything goofy. And stores right. are the same, and gas stations and everywhere I go, pretty much the same. Even the car washes are open. Yeah, well, everything's going to be open here in a couple weeks. I I think businesses are just done, you know businesses are absolutely done with being closed and we're all just going to fucking tell the governors to go fuck themselves and open the doors. Yeah. I think that's kind of what's that's the, that's the movement that I'm seeing going on out there anyway. I know I've had plenty of conversation this week about what to do with pinball PA. If we're going to, if we're going to deny the governor and just open up or not, and haven't fully decided, I love the idea of being a rebel. You know that, you know, I love the idea of, of fucking taking the chance, but my whole thing is, I, you know, I, it's one thing if the businesses are open, it's another thing if the people are too pussified to come out. True. You know, I need to see that the people are not being pussies. 
And I can always lean on the landlord that, well, the government said not to open. So, you know, it's more weeks. I don't have to pay for my lease. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, that's really how I, that's really how I look at it. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I, I might be one of these assholes that gets arrested in Pennsylvania. You never know. Cause <laughs> there's a, there's a chance that, you know, that I will open, that I will be part of the denying the government's order, quote unquote order, the unlawful order and open up and tell them to go fuck themselves. Right. We'll see. Well, I, I'm, what I'm surprised about is that uh, there are people actually in California who are out there protesting and revolting, you know, and typically those people don't really, you know, do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But but they're like, you know, let's let's open up this economy. It's this enough's enough already. Mm-hmm. And once people once you know, it's just going to take. I honestly think that the businesses are going to open and be flat for about two weeks. And then once two weeks are up, then it's going to, then people are going to be like, fuck, nobody's dying. So fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. We're out there. But yeah, our, the governor in, te- in Pennsylvania is just being an absolute douche. And I'm sure it's everywhere. I'm sure it's not just PA, but I'm a selfish man and I don't give a shit about anywhere else, but what affects me. <laughs> so, you know, but all this nonsense about you have to make your staff wear masks and you got to make the the customers wear masks and gloves and maintain sick fuck you not doing any of that not doing any of that shit go fuck yourself yeah come to my place and die you die sorry that's the way it goes right well i i see also that the uh the governor over there in michigan has really taken a lot of flack too because she's really cracking down basically saying you can't even leave your house you yeah, know, I've, you, I've seen. You can't drive your car. You can't leave your house. You can't. It's like well, you can't. You can't have martial law. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Shit, what? Exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna boil to a head, and people are are getting tired of it. And it's just like, come on, let's let's get get a plan here. Yeah. Either show me more dead bodies, or let me open my business. Period. Yeah. Sorry if that's too crass for you, but unless you got a pile of dead bodies that's blocking my doorway, I need to be open. <laughs> Fuck off with any other story. Yeah. So have you been out of the house at all, or are you still staying in? Staying in. Well, I'm just asking the question. No, I, I, you know what, dude? I, I mean, even though the more the more daily things go by day to day, I believe that a lot of this is nonsense. I also know my own lungs are fucking shit. Right. And I just don't really want to take the shot. There's no need for me to die out of principle right now. Yeah, I get it. Although that said, I did go out Monday. I went out and had dinner with my mom and my niece on Monday, me and me and my, my sons. So, um, <clears throat> so, uh, Easter dinner was on, uh, was on so Monday. Monday instead of Sunday. Yeah, I, I, and then that was my choice, not not my mom's. It was one of those that I had said I would do it on Sunday, and then I started remembering how long it takes me to process all this fucking video. <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm going to be out for a few hours. I'm not going to get everything done. I'm going to be up until fucking six o'clock in the morning doing this shit. And I was like, fuck it. I just called called my mom and said, let's do it Monday. She's like, okay. So I did it Monday. Well, easy enough then. Yeah, and. Then, and look, nobody died. Imagine that. 
Now, maybe we will next week when it's been the two-week hibernation period. Is that what this is? I get. I don't know. I, I Again, dude, you've watched way more news than me. It's like Ed calls me every day. He's one of these, you know, one of these guys that's like really involved in this shit. And he starts every conversation the same way. I know you don't give a shit about this stuff, but, and then he tells me everything that's going on. And I'm always, and I'm always like, you're right. I don't give a shit. Right. Well, I, I gotta be honest with you. I haven't seen, watched any news conferences or anything. Nothing. I, I don't care. You know, because, just, because my, my thought is, is why am I going to watch that? What am I going to do with that information? You know, we went through a lawsuit with pinball PA, like, two years ago, I guess it was right ahead two years ago. And I, I started actually having fucking heart pains and shit mm-hmm. because I was worrying about it too much. I was letting it get to me. And, and after that, you know, I, I really thought about it and was like, you know what? All this worrying isn't changing. Fuck. Nope. It's, it's not changing anything. So now I'm just like, whatever, you know, if it fucking, if it, if we never open up again, we never open up again. If we do open up again, then we do open up again. If we can't afford to make it after we open up again, then I guess we don't. You know, worrying about anything is stupid. I agree. I completely agree. You know, I, I'll make enough money. I, if I know how to do anything, it's I know how to make money. Rich and title prick that I am. You know, I, I certainly know how to make money. So... Whatever, you know, if it ain't pinball PA, it'll be something else. Right. Well, it's the whole uh, Alfred E. Newman. What, me worry? Yeah. Fuck it. For what? Yeah. Yeah, I. that's one thing about me. I've never been a worrier. I used to be, but now I just can't. I can't be bothered. I know that my I've, I've got less than 3,000 days left on this planet, and I can't waste them being worried about shit. Right. You know, fuck that. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, if, if I'm up against something, whatever it is, I don't worry about it. I just sit there and think of a plan of action and try to, you know, try to overcome it, whatever that might be. But I don't, but I don't worry about it. Yeah. And, and, and that's it. I've beaten bigger shit than anything you're going to throw at me. Businesses folding or whatever. I've beaten death for fuck's sake. So the only thing you could throw at me that might be bigger is another shot at death that actually kills me. Mm-hmm. And even then I won't remember it. So why worry about it? It's not like I got to live with this memory of dying. I'll be dead. The lights will be off <laughs> gone. So fuck it. Not worried <laughs> about anything. And my sister, she, she was one of those that always sat there with the whole, well, what if, well, what if, well, what if it's like, well, what if never, what if not? Then you just sat there and worried about it for no reason. Well, it is amazing to me. And I've said this a couple times this week. It's amazing to me the level of fear that people have on dying, which is something everybody's going to do. There's a hundred percent chance. Every single person that hears this will die. So anybody worrying about it, that's ridiculous. You're worrying about something that is going to happen. No matter what, there's nothing you can do to change it. So why the fuck would you worry about it? (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You got to just, you just got to live one day at a time. Just got to take one day at a time. Exactly. Cause you don't and know Gal- what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Gallman in the chat room, 8.5 years. So I must've given myself way too many days. <laughs> I don't think there's that many left. 
Uh, and the the uh, the irony of it all, you'll probably mm-hmm. out, end up outliving all of us. Yeah, you think four hundred pound Chris Aiken could outlive you guys that are in shape? Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's why well, I say the irony of it is there is a stroke or a heart attack just waiting to happen. It, it's it's coming. I know it. I know it. And even if I had a heart attack, I can promise you I wouldn't be changing a goddamn thing if I survived it. Nothing. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to enjoy life. I'm not going to run around eating crackers and saying, oh, thank God, I'm fucking skinny. <laughs> well, there, there's something to be said about the power of positive thinking. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm positive. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to sit around drinking tea and eating salad. Right. No, not doing it. You're not? No. Who would want to do that? Who? who I never understand. Like I, I saw a, a quote from Steven Tyler, who's notoriously thin. As yes, you know. he is. And he, his quote was, his quote was, I never eat cake because cake isn't worth dying for. And I'm like, yeah, it kind of is. It really kind of <laughs> is not cake necessarily, but shit that's bad for you. Right. It's absolutely worth cutting years of your life away. You know, I, I mean, if you enjoy yourself fully if you fully enjoy yourself and you're not you're not hurting anybody other than yourself but you're hurting yourself in the enjoyment of the days that you have what difference does it make what what would i rather be dead from a heart attack at 60 or alive in a hospital bed not not remembering my name or my kid's name at 80 drooling while some fucking intern rapes me in the ass with a <laughs> you know with the with the remote control from the fucking folding bed nah, fuck that i'd rather be dead at 60 right it's crazy yeah i get you i mean everybody has their own philosophy in life mm-hmm. yeah everybody's different and and you know i i uh, you know not to take this into too serious of a direction but I literally watched my dad die, like sat right there and watched his last breath and watched the fucking lights turn out in his eyes. And he was a mess at the end. Yeah. You know, no, no hip, had a couple of heart attacks right before he died, had surgery. They couldn't fix anything. They couldn't clean anything up. Nothing, you know, and, and he was in immense pain and just fucked at the end of his goddamn life. And I'm, and I watched that. And what I took from that is, no fucking way. Not me. If I don't get dementia, I'll keep, I'll, I'll remember enough to put the one bullet in my skull if I have to <laughs> yeah, before you, I would ever, ever suffer that kind of a death. Yeah. yeah. If you don't become a Joe Biden. Yeah, exactly. Well, if I become Joe Biden, I can be, be the president maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I can just say, I don't remember saying all these horrible things I said on the CMS. <laughs> get away with it. Exactly. Well, that, that reminds me, I know you're not, again, I know you're not paying a whole lot to, of the attention to the whole, you know, what's going on out there, but this, yeah. this Joe Biden, he is so demented at this point that, that he can't even put a sentence together. Demented, like in dementia, demented? actually, actually dementia. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got, he's definitely got the early onset of dementia because he, he can't even form a sentence or put a thought together. Is there nobody they could put up against against Sir Trump? Well, is there no other candidate? Not anymore. I mean, the only the only one that they're talking about that he says he's not he has zero interest in it is that 
Andrew Cuomo in New York. And and uh, Mark Cuban is, you know, is throwing it out there that he might step up. Mark Cuban would have a shot. He might have a shot. Billionaire against billionaire. Yeah. Famous against famous. Mm-hmm. Both both self-made. Yeah, he probably would have a shot. Sure. I might even vote for Cuban. I'd have to see what what his plan is, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I certainly wouldn't vote for Biden. <laughs> but it, it's just it's almost it's almost comical to to see you know them prop this guy up this biden up and you know even with the uh whole sexual harassment allegations the 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 same people who were you know uh chastising and and complaining about the kavanaugh something Mm -hmm. that was never even substantiated or nobody saw it or there was it was just allegation yeah. Same people that your AOCs of the world and stuff say people that Biden has proof. There's proof out there that Biden, quote unquote, acted inappropriately, but somehow they're able to justify his actions and it's perfectly fine. Well, if he doesn't remember it happening, did it really? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but it, the same people who were so critical are, are now defending. Well, somewhere in there, you're looking for common sense out of a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> it's just, it's the hypocrisy is just amazing. Yeah. They're all fucking scumbags. They're all criminals. All of them. Yeah. That's the message I try to bang home to everybody is don't tell me one's better than the other. They're all fucking criminals. Every last one of them. Yeah. Don't, don't look for common sense. There's no common sense in, in being a criminal. You do whatever you got to do to get away with shit. Yeah. That's what most do. Yeah. Do whatever you have to do to save your own hide. Yeah. And, and steal power and steal money. Exactly. That's what they all fucking do. Mm-hmm. Fuck them all. Every last one of them. <laughs> fuck them. Uh, so what else is going on? Anything good? Just busy. You know, I, for, for a time when we're supposedly fucking, you know, shut down as a nation, I keep getting business, which is great. My phone rang a lot this week. I, I closed on a nice, you know, several thousand dollars of new business. So, you know, since I'm so wealthy that I won't be getting a check, you know, um, you know, it's nice to get money from actual customers and, you know, my customers for the most part, my, my steadies are for the most part have paid me. Um, I've built out another bunch of shit that once the world opens up, I'll go and look for the money and, you know, just continuing on. Aiken IT rolls on, man. It's not, not slowing down anytime soon, which is great. Yeah. Well, potentially this week, and I'll believe it when I see the actual check, but yeah. potentially this week, uh, I made a $870,000 deal. Woo. So if I see the check, then I'll know it's real. What's that get you about 50, 60 bucks? <laughs> it's nice a little bonus. more than that, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> nice bonus an Applebee's gift card. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, I think, I think it's more on the uh, caliber of, of chilies. Chilies. Nice. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's with appetizers and everything and everything. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those two for 20 deal. Even get a mixed drink. Singular one. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, look at you, eight hundred. You you closed a million dollar deal. Congrats, dude. Yeah. Well, again, I'll only I'll only believe it if I actually see the money. 
How many containers is that to be that? Four hundred and fifty. Woo! That's a fucking lot. Mm-hmm. The guy didn't happen to have a really long beard and owns a lot of property <laughs> out in Oregon, did he? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. <laughs> bought bought eight hundred miles of land out in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's coming back. Yeah, could be. <laughs> he walks the earth again. Yeah, there you go. His son. <laughs> his son from one of his 50 wives or whatever. Exactly. But uh yeah, if if the uh if the actual check uh comes in, then I'll let you know if it was real. Well, if it comes in, I might have to move up there and start cutting your grass or something. <laughs> I could use a job. Well, I I have I have gardeners that do that. Well, you know what? I'll I'll make myself look like a Mexican. I'll sing a legal alien, <laughs> and I'll get out there with a mower. Now that'd be racist and shit. Yeah, sure would. So, <laughs> but you'll still take the money. Yeah, of course I will. Call me what you will. I'll still take the money. Damn right. So good. Yeah. I'm a capitalist. I take money. I don't give a shit about the label. Yeah, you and me both. You know, because it's no fun being an illegal alien. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, other than that, uh, not a whole lot going on. Just uh, work and home and, you know, binge watching some TV when I get a chance and, you know, doing the show now. Same, same, man. Mm -hmm. Just doing doing lots of interviews. I know you've seen that. Oh, I've yeah. Been you've been knocking them out right and left. Yeah. And I got three more next week, but only three so far. So, you know, but that's good. You know, it's it's good for the show to do these interviews. And I will say I really enjoyed interviewing connie bloom from from um electric boys electric boys why did i go blank on that i i i a i was a fan back in the day and not just of all lips and hips which is a cool song but you know i i really really liked those old records and truth be told i had heard that he was a notoriously tough interview I had actually heard that from several people that he's really, really difficult, that he's like rock star guy. Okay. And he could not have been nicer. He was really, really cool. We shot the shit, me, him and his manager for a little bit. I told you his manager's a fan of the show. So what's up, Sven? <laughs> Sven is a, is a fan. And he somehow Sven reached out to the, the label that's putting out the, the Connie Bloom and the Electric Boys records. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we want to be on this show, on the classic metal show. Well, there you go. And, and I guess you ran into his drummer, Nicholas, at yeah, NAMM. I, I've hung out with Nicholas on uh, for four four years. He he uh, he hangs out with Jonas. Okay. Well, somehow, because of that, they knew of all that, and they knew of the show, and Sven is a listener to the show and it, it was very, it was very cool. And I don't know if you watched it on CMS TV or not, but we did it on CMS TV and, and he was actually prepared for the TV element. Like he had the, they're releasing some music for record store day. And he was like, um, he, he was holding up the records and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was ready for TV. So. Yeah. It was it was a good interview, man. It was it was really fun. So, I very much enjoyed that. Yeah. Well, me and me and Bob and uh, Nicholas and Jonas uh, all were at the bar, you know, having uh, having drinks at Nam. Yeah, 
That's cool. And uh, we just kind of hung out and we just all would buy rounds. You know, <laughs> it's okay. It's my turn now. Sure. So we were all just drinking uh, Jack and Cokes and whatever everybody was drinking and just kind of hanging out. It was a good time. Yeah. Well, he they definitely like us. So so I was quite happy to, to that it wasn't a difficult interview, to say the least. I was very happy that got on and he was just very cool. And, you know, we shot the shit for, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. And it was fun. Yeah. Well, it was, it was nice that you got uh, David Elfson to do the TV thing, too. Yeah. Elfson. You know what? He, he's really become a friend of sorts. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't think I'm going to get invited to his, you know, his kid's wedding or anything, but you know, I, we are friendly and he, um, you know, he, he certainly knows what we do and, and, um, you know, I definitely always support whatever he's doing and always have. And I think that's been what a big, been a big help is that Allison's one of those guys that remembers those that really help him. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was doing things away from Megadeth, I was always in, you know, I was in for Temple of Brutality. I was in for F5. I was in for the various projects that he did and promoted them. And this is more of the metal show than the classic metal show. But I was always willing to, you know, play the music and have him on and whatnot. And, and he's remembered that. And he, he's he's a good dude, man. He's he really is a good, good dude. And he's trying to do good shit and. You know, I'll always support the ones that don't act like dicks, you know? So I was definitely, I thought that was cool of Ellison to come on and do the TV thing. And and it was fun. It was a good interview too. I thought. Saturday, June 24th, KWTF Worldwide proudly presents F5. F5 featuring David Ellison of Megadeth will be performing live in concert at the Spur. Featuring special guests Scum Sconge, Slow Ember, Gid 3, and Hillbilly Orchestra. This is one show you don't want to miss. And get this, tickets are only $10 at Holsey Music right now. Five amazing rock bands, Saturday, June the 24th at the Spur. Ancient it up, welcome. Doors open at 6 p.m. $12 at the door. Get to Holsey Music now and get your tickets for 10 bucks. F5 at the Spur. <laughs> it's F5 at the Spur. Now the Halsey music, that's where you can get your tickets. Only $10 <laughs> at the Spur. Holy smokes. I love that. <laughs> I do, am, am I remembering right that that um, KWTF, um, that's who bought that commercial? They had it professionally yes, produced? Yes, yes. And spent 1500 bucks on that commercial. Yeah. He spent fifteen hundred dollars to get it professionally done, and that's what he got. Mm-hmm. Give it, give it to me one more time. <laughs> give me that one more time, so people can hear what fifteen hundred bucks will buy you. Saturday, June 24th, KWTF Worldwide proudly presents F5. F5 featuring David Ellison of Megadeth will be performing live in concert at the Spur. Featuring special guests Scum Sconge, Slow Ember, Gid 3, and Hillbilly Orchestra. This is one show you don't want to miss. And get this, tickets are only $10 at Holsey Music right now. Five amazing rock bands, Saturday, June the 24th at the Spur. Ancient it up, welcome. Doors open at 6 p.m. $12 at the door. Get to Holsey Music now and get your tickets for 10 bucks. F five at the spur. F five at the spur. Five great bands, one great price. Only ten dollars. Live <laughs> at the spur. Skunk guns along with F five. Oh my god! I have to literally try to keep my tongue on my teeth to talk <laughs> like that. It's like, what happened with this guy? 
sounds like he got he he got his tongue stung by a bee or something yeah. like before he did it. Yeah, he burned his tongue on some hot, really hot coffee. Hot coffee or pizza or something. <laughs> F five, that's a spur. God damn it, that pizza brings the <laughs> shit out of my mouth. F five though. F five with special guest scum scones. Five great bands, one low price, only ten dollars. Well, get your tickets now over at Halsey Music. That's where you can get it. F five at the spur. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember what uh, Scum Scunge's uh, album was called? Uh, I believe that it was called Five Bucks Ain't Shit. Dude. It, exactly. <laughs> Five Bucks Ain't Shit. It featured Dimebag Daryl on it. Dimebag Daryl <laughs> played on that Scum Scunge record. Claim to fame. And that was their only claim to fame. Everybody forgot Scum Scunge right after. Scum Scunge. But they did get Dimebag on their album. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. Good for them. They were a Texas band after all. No, <laughs> probably lived right down the street from Dimebag and saw him every day at the grocery store and just hounded him for months. Exactly. Dimebag being who he was, was probably like, yeah, cool. Whatever. I'll play. <laughs> yeah. Just bring me a bottle of Jack. That's right. I'll come up to your show with F5 at the <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> All right, what do you say we take a break? All right, let's do that. Want to hear anything in particular? I do. Give me um, the new Sorcerer, which is my favorite, favorite, favorite band of the minute. Um, Give me the title track from their new album, Lamenting of the Innocent. Okay. That is, I love this. It's, It's kind of, it's weird because it reminds me a lot of an album that, I know a lot of people don't really love and I haven't loved it until recently. And now recently I've gone back and kind of like it a lot more. Okay. It reminds me of Dio's Magica release. All right. With like the slow building songs on it. Most of these songs are kind of mid tempo to slow, but man, this band fucking kills man. This, this album is fantastic and I cannot promote it enough. This, this new band, I guess it's not a new band. They've been around. Listen to this history, dude. I don't know. You probably didn't hear the interview, but this band formed in like 1989 and they didn't put out their first album until 2017. (laughs) Well, (laughs) they, they didn't, they, they just, I don't know what they were doing, but they, they just had that. I mean, they, they broke up for a while, obviously they weren't toiling away for 35 years before they got a fucking contract, but, but what a history, huh? They yeah. started in 89 and not put out until the mid 2010s somewhere. Well, they, they, they saved their money. Yeah, apparently. And they finally had enough for some studio time. They waited till the fans were ready and then unleashed it. Exactly. Cause <laughs> it is were- good though. They were ahead of their time. They were actually playing 2017 music back in 1989, but they knew it was way too early to people mm-hmm. wouldn't absorb it then. They're, they're very critical songwriters. Exactly. They kept, they kept re- refining music or whatnot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's check out some of this new Sorcerer. Cool, cool. And uh, this is the title track. This one is called Lamenting of the Innocent exclusively here. On your classic metal show. (laughs) 